0: Fearscape Media Network, exploring the unknown, one podcast at a time.
1: Hey everyone, Ray Robinson
0: here, host of the Unsensitive Podcast. You're probably wondering, what does unsensitive mean? Well, it's a completely made up word to define a topic that is insensitive to talk about at family gatherings and parties, but you talk about them anyway. New episodes drop every other Tuesday evening at 7 p.m. Eastern, part of the Fearscape Media Network. Ghosts in the Attic's Bodies in the Basements may contain graphic, violent, vulgar, or explicit content not suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised.
1: Oh, go she's
0: joining <laughs> she's shaking her butt like this i, don't I can tell because she's just she's like that damn cat on um the what's jack Kilo- yeah the shack videos <laughs> cracks me up all right welcome back to ghosts in the attic spies in the basement i'm anna and i'm Lindsay. come on in all right so since we last chatted I have made no progress on my podcast office. Uh, I'm hoping you make more progress. Well, I bought more paintings. Yeah, I bought more paintings to go in there, but that's (laughs) That's about it. Uh, We're hoping like next weekend, we'll start really like getting into the nitty gritty of all of it, which is painting. And that's so fun. But yeah, I bought some really cool artwork at the gallery in town. And then- today I was terrified right before we got on this call I heard like pounding and scraping and I was like oh no Convinced somebody was trying to break into my house you know because worst case scenarios are always where my brain goes so I like slowly like step to the back of my house and there's something alive inside my wall so that's fun
1: Oh, God, no.
0: And it's not little. It sounds big. Like maybe it's a raccoon. Like a raccoon or a bird. Maybe a squirrel. Uh, Not a mouse. It shook the mirror in the bathroom. So, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's my day so far. Oh, I do have to ask you. I don't know if you have Amazon Prime Video, but I was watching a movie on there that I think everybody needs to check out just because it's really it's a mind fuck but it's like so intense but it gives like an important message okay what is that called unhinged it has russell crowe in it
1: i've never heard of that
0: okay well when we get done you need to look up a trailer because or don't and just be surprised at the ride that you will go down because i didn't see a trailer my friend told me to watch it and so i trusted Kristen, and i was like oh yeah i'll check out this really good movie oh girl Mm. so Without giving any spoilers away, you could see this much on the trailer. This guy's having a really shitty day, and then there's there's a traffic incident where road right. rage happens. Oh no! And let's just put it this way: I'm never gonna be a bitch on the road again. Like, oh no, I'm too scared to. And keep my horn to myself.
1: Yeah, road rage incidents are real.
0: I remember when we lived in Colorado and this is like vague memory, but we hadn't been living there very long and it was like an intersection right off of base. Okay. It was the first news thing I watched when we moved there. So that just made it even worse. (laughs) But this guy had like cut off, flipped off some sort of incident with another driver, whipped out in front of him, got into the turn lane. Yeah, dude pulled up next to him in the lane right next to the turn lane and um, shot him.
1: See, I've heard about things like that happening here. Um, Back when I lived in a different part of Texas, it was like the local highway. Maybe the exit we took, it's been a few years now. It was either the exit you took to get towards my house for the time or a nearby one. Same thing happened. Some sort of incident happened, somebody got shot. So no, I, I'm i the driver that is like, if I accidentally cut you off, I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. And I hope that you see me being apologetic.
0: Like frantically if <laughs> freaking out in your car. Like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. I'm, I'm sorry, forgive me, please don't shoot me. I will say I was driving to pick my son up from school the other day and some lady was, I don't know, on her phone in the clouds. She was not present and was pulling out of a parking lot okay And i was like oh she's gonna she's gonna either like gun it or she's not gonna actually pull out because i'm going the speed limit which is 35 and she decides to saunter her car slowly in front of me to the point to where she almost clips the front end of my car i laid on that horn so hard i don't blame you oh no it gets so much better she flips me off and I just like ignore it. And I keep going, guess who's behind me in the school pickup line? <laughs> that lady, oh, great. I was like, so pissed because my kid wasn't in the car at the time, but I was on my way to get my child mm-hmm. and to know that people drive so recklessly near a school zone, like, oh, that's why me. I don't.
1: My kids always ask me, can we please just walk to him from school? I'm like, absolutely not, not by yourselves. And no. and they think it's because they're gonna get lost. I'm like, we're not gonna get lost. I'm like, okay, a first of all, kidnappers, right? And b, people do not pay attention driving. At uh, one of the last schools, where my oldest used to go. A kid did get hit in the crosswalk, That's
0: and the, the car was
1: moving slow enough, or the kid was fine, and so it got up, walked to school, and then of course the school called parents and sent him home and doctor or whatever. But the car just went and I'm pretty sure they kept going too. And this was that the main crosswalk to the school with a crossing guard there every day. And they still hit a kid and kept going.
0: I seen something on Facebook, so who knows how act like accurate it is. Right, yeah. But it showed a description of a school bus, a little like cartoon kid, and a cartoon car Going around the bus on the shoulder hits the kid. And maybe that was for like the intents and purposes of like, you should never cross a school bus when their sign is out. Right. Or maybe no matter the,
1: which side you're on and all that.
0: Yeah. Like there was a name attached, and I didn't click the link because I don't do clickbaity shit. But I was just like, this is why I'm terrified for my kid to wait outside for by himself for the bus because, I mean, I put the the bench that he waits on mm-hmm. by a tree kind of far back from the road, not so far that he has to run to catch the bus, but far enough that if a car was to come, it would hit my mailbox before it hits my son. Yeah. So, like, uh, I'm, I'm paranoid about it
1: too, because uh there was once, um, I guess about a year ago where a kid was playing in his driveway, well, away from the road, but a car was driving, not paying attention to speeding, whatever, I don't remember the details, hits a parked car on the street, went up, hit the kid. Jeez. And it broke leg, pelvis, something. Did like, The kid survived, thankfully. Yeah. I was like I'm just so paranoid about that kind of thing.
0: Well, I mean, it doesn't help that we wrote a book where we kill a kid. It's not, not a spoiler. spoiler. It's the cover it, of the it's book. It's the cover of the book and it happens in the first like chapter. Um It's not so manifesting our greatest fear. <laughs> yeah well they say right what you know what scares you so yeah we, true. Yeah. so we did but yeah I don't know. And The thing is I didn't tell you who killed the kid. So There's that. I didn't give yeah. you all the information. We didn't tell you front. who the kid was. Yeah could be a kid that they know or that they don't know you never know have to read it now don't you read don't it know. yeah don't read it. read it don't read it because now I feel like I've spoiled the book for you or it's read first it chapter
1: that's not the that's not the plot of the book that's,
0: no it's not the, the plot, plot of the repercussions of the book.
1: because of the infinite it's literally the cover literally yeah. if you look at the cover of the book it's a shoe ironically the tennis shoe that my oldest daughter is wearing at school right now that yeah, used to
0: be. It, it used to be my daughter's shoe and it's not actual blood; it's chocolate syrup. You get creative whenever you take your own book covers. Yeah, so yeah, but,
1: All that to say, we're terrified of these things, so we wrote it into a book.
0: Yeah, well, and um, we're really, really random. Sorry, yeah. guys. Because uh, we like,
1: fast forward a little. I guess we're
0: fast forward a little bit. I mean, I don't, we're 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 a little bit spazzy, to say the least. And I think we're
1: getting a little bit more comfortable being. In front of a microphone versus just on our phones so we're this is more how we are naturally
0: yeah well not to mention at first it was weird because it's like somebody's gonna hear me talk that i've never met that's kind of weird and, and now then you we're have, not thinking
1: about it as much now we're just talking how we normally talk but somewhat on a subject
0: yeah oh speaking of our subject by the way that's why we're here we're doing a podcast um <laughs> We're covering something that... uh, So my friend, Kristen, shout out to Kristen. Uh, She is from Louisiana. Mm -hmm. And... My friend
1: Julie's from Louisiana too.
0: Okay, well, then this goes out to both of them. Um, A lot of people have been like, are you going to cover anything that I might've known about? So I mentioned this to Kristen and she was like, oh, I haven't heard that one yet. So Kristen, this is for you. We're covering something... From New Orleans today. And I went first last time. So Lindsay's gonna start us off. But I would like to point out that this is a crossover episode. One crime, story, it's
1: all it as we get into it, you'll understand there's no separating it. The true no. crime leads to the haunting, leads to all of it.
0: Yeah. So it's really neat. Um, and there will be a few episodes in the future similar to this, but this was the first one that we wanted to tackle because it's just Oh intense. it's it's intense, it's messed up, and it's it's really interesting how people behave, if that makes that, sense. That's
1: putting it lightly.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I thought I'd let you give the
1: details. Of course, yeah. So this is actually something I had never heard of until Anna brought it up as a possibility for an episode. And I was just kind of confused because first of all, it's a French name because French quarter. And I didn't know what she was saying. She's like, we're going to talk about the LaLaurie mansion and Delphine LaLaurie, which disclaimer, we looked up so many videos. It's pronounced differently every time we've heard La La LaLaurie, and Ree. So we're going to go with Ree, because that's what we thought it was before we listened to pronunciations. And apparently in my research, and maybe Anna told me and I forgot too, they talk about this in one of the seasons of American Horror Story. But yeah,
0: it's the Coven episode. One. Yeah, it's oh, the, the one with the witches. Okay, I, a, I only ever watched. House. as a character. Oh, Murder House is so good. It but is. she, so the Coven episode uh, series, she's one of the, the the characters that they they pull in. And I had no idea when I watched it years ago that she was based. I mean, I'm assuming loosely for the TV purposes, but yeah, on a probably. true p- person. So. It it was really cool that it is a real person and they covered- It'd be better
1: if she was fiction.
0: Oh, it would be so much better (laughs) if none of this actually happened. Yeah. So let's get into it.
1: Um, First starters, so let's get into it. Madame Marie Delphine Lawlery. See, I'm never going to be able to say it. Um, She is considered likely the first woman serial killer in the United States.
0: Wow. That's, yeah, that's a big title it really is
1: um she was born in new orleans in 1775 and she was married three times and all of this shit went down during that third marriage when she moved into 1140 royal street which is now known as the la mansion or the most haunted mansion like literally if you google the most haunted mansion new orleans this is what's going to pop up uh but she and her husband, uh, he went by Louis. I think it was his middle name. At least in all the videos, everyone called him Louie. Uh, they were very prominent socialites. Ironic, because I talked about socialites last episode. But they always were throwing very lavish parties. One source even said they were throwing five or six balls a week. Whoa. What a life.
0: Who needs to party I mean, like
1: Gatsby when you can party like the Lawleries?
0: That's a lot of things to do. I, I couldn't we're handle that much have entertainment. Over that much. Yeah. <laughs> but, well, I guess when you have a staff to do everything for you, and all you have to do is pamper yourself and come downstairs and get drunk, it'd be a lot easier. But true.
1: But um, speaking of her staff, this of course was the time when slaves were still so common. She was so well-known and people were always over there. Like rumors started spreading that she was mistreating her slaves, which uh, what does that even mean? Cause I mean, they were slaves they were already humans being mistreated. Absolutely. So I don't know to me, it's like, it must've been pretty bad if people thought when they still thought these people were slaves, that they were being mistreated at that.
0: It had to be um, extreme abuse.
1: Yeah. And so, in the very common abuse tactic, when they were out in public, she was always like so nice to her slaves and really any people of color that she came across. So, everyone's like, oh, what are you talking about? She's a great person. But eventually, the rumors like kind of kept whirling around to the point where somebody reported it to whoever you report that sort of thing to back in the 1800s. And, um, somebody went and investigated and in true psychopath form they go and spend time with her and they see no evidence of mistreatment they are completely charmed by her and just in reality is that she was just really good at hiding her dirty little secrets they yeah. um, to give some examples of the things that were going on that with that kind of allude to what she was doing before the truth came to light was that allegedly a man threw himself out of a window to oh, avoid being punished anymore.
0: That's so heartbreaking. Mm-hmm.
1: And there's another story about a young girl. I've heard her name was Lee and I've heard her name was Leah. So it's something like that, but she was approximately 12 years old. And I guess she was brushing Delphine's hair and it caught and kind of tugged a little bit yeah and she was getting whipped and all those things so badly that she allegedly ran to the
0: roof and jumped oh that is i mean awful to know that the punishment you're going to ensue is worse than the idea of dying that's Mm -hmm. horrific
1: yeah it's like hard to even say it out loud that these people would rather throw themselves
0: to their to own around death.
1: her that's awful i can't imagine another example is that her cook was chained to the oven she had a cot to sleep on and like a pot for her business and she was chained to the oven i'm guessing to kind of cook on demand wow yeah like horrible like, like i said it's already bad enough that they're slaves cuz We all know now in 2021, no difference. We're all human. And then to then treat the slaves even extra bad, like, uh, I don't know. It's hard for me to even talk about. But, um, and I, I guess one source was saying that the slaves were starved and that her children would try to feed them and if they got caught, she would beat them. It did not clarify if the them that was being beat was the kids or the slaves. Oh, I thought her kids, like her own children had compassion. No, I think that, I think that's what it was. I only found that in one source. So that could be made up for all I know. But yeah. I think her kids were trying to help out and like see, seeing people starving and trying to feed them. And I'm not sure who got for it is what i'm saying
0: that's so sad yeah so you know how you were talking about how they throw all these big lavish parties yeah like i don't even know i don't know how anybody has that much energy on april 10th 1834 during one of those big parties you had mentioned a fire broke out in the kitchen oh no that poor woman could you imagine that poor woman chained to the stove Uh, the party was you know going on as normal and they they see that there's smoke and And they just, you would think, go home. No, not at all. They just relocated the party outside to the street. Well, I mean, we can't let a fire in a house burning down. Interrupt
1: our fifth party for the week.
0: Interrupt our our dinner party. It turns out, however, that that lady that we were concerned about, she started the fire. Wow. Do you blame her? No. She probably was trying to get it, like, free. The people... The onlookers, like the neighbors and stuff, they're the people who called uh, the fire brigade. So when they show up and I'm assuming get the fire under control, the woman who was chained to the stove, I could not find her name uh, for the life of me. So I apologize. She confessed to them that she was trying to kill herself for fear of what would happen after making just the simplest of mistakes. She was apparently quoted to say, I will not stay one more night in that house knowing what she is doing to us, end quote. That gave me chills, like in a really bad way. I would just like to point out, every person so far that we've talked about that has died, or in this case, tried to die, would rather kill themselves than work for this woman. That's horrible. I mean, work is a loose term. But yeah, they didn't really have much of a choice. They didn't have a but, choice, but I mean, they would rather live the eternal rest as opposed to endure any more of her torture. Like, that's so messed up. She's but,
1: fine. She throws great parties. What kind right? of right?
0: Like a nice person,
1: as she they dresses, always say.
0: She dresses well and she's she seems money. polite and she's got money. She must be perfectly fine. Nope. She didn't want to be taken for most room in the house. And though she didn't know what exactly was going on up there, she knew those who went up there didn't come back. So oh what this God. woman was telling them, is she would rather die than go to the attic. What were they doing in the attic? That it was so horrific that everyone would rather die than go up there. I don't think I want to know. Yeah, I, this story makes my stomach turn. It's sad that that was her only choice she felt like, you know, upon breaking into the slaves' quarters, extreme conditions were found. Eyes were sewn, mouths were sewn shut. They were sewn shut, gave me the heebie-jeebies. It is a little graphic. The mouths was reported to have been sewn shut with feces shoved inside. Wow. Mm Mm-hmm. That's. The only thing I can say is, wow. There were holes drilled into their skulls. People were on operating tables with genital mutilation. Oh, no. And this is kind of graphic. So if you don't like graphic things, skip, 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 like 30 seconds or more. Many had maggots placed upon them. And they were purposely put there as an experiment to study how long a human could live with vermin living on them. Like-
1: kind of brings but, up something interesting I just thought of if it was some sort of weird experiment to see how long a human could survive that that means that she did understand that her slaves were humans like she was uh-huh.
0: and yeah, she she's just a monster did this absolutely just a monster you some know, of I these people heard- were alive and begging to be put out of their misery hmm begging to be euthanized by this woman. And when the survivors were taken from this home, I'm sorry, home is a wrong word for this. From this hostage situation, (laughs) they were like trapped in. They were taken to the hospital and were apparently euthanized there. Uh, The people at the party sort of came back around from I want to have a good time to, this is kind of fucked up. And, you know, when all pitchforks and flaming swords and like, let's get this As bitch. they
1: should, I would Yeah. Hope.
0: So they became an angry mob, uh, rightfully so. I mean, mm-hmm. absolutely, get the monster.
1: But also, if there was all the rumors that she was mistreating people, they were still going to the
0: parties and
1: then were shocked by this?
0: I mean, there's a difference between someone being a bitch and somebody being a monster. And yeah. maybe they thought she was just verbally abusive towards them. And, you know, I heard, um, and I didn't
1: see it in a source, so maybe it's not accurate, but, uh, my sister, when I told her what we were going to talk about, said that she had heard that one of the things that they did was, um, break bones and reset them in weird positions.
0: Oh, that's horrible. Uh, be like weird creatures. Uh, no. Yeah. That's so, so not okay.
1: So not the same as mistreatment. That's a whole other level.
0: Yeah. I mean, this story is really grim, guys. There's, there's not a lot of light at the end of the tunnel. Mm. Uh, I'm just warning you now. So this angry mob that I mentioned, well, I guess Lawlery had bribed some of the police officers and they had put up a barricade against the mob and kept her safe, that's messed up. I mean, mm, yeah. They should have been doing their job. I understand she had money, but that's not acceptable. Um they left that night. They fled and they lived a quiet life never to be held accountable for their crimes. Yeah, you want to talk about some privilege. Right. I know it was a
1: little different back then, can't easily find people the same way you can with modern technology. But damn.
0: Now, in one of the sources, and this is not something I agree with, I'm going to throw that right out the gate. This guy was talking, I don't know if he's like...
1: Historian a or historian somebody or who knows a lot about it.
0: Professor, I'm not certain what he is. But apparently, according to this man, in the, he said Delphine's father was murdered by a slave. So it's thought that it kind of scarred her emotionally. And she was therefore taking out her frustrations on her slaves. Again, unacceptable. I don't give yeah. a fuck what happened to you. Like, yeah, you don't know go a lot around of repeating the behavior.
1: Like I know a lot of serial killer things have like the history that's like the reason and it in no way excuses it. It's like, yeah, witnessing something traumatic is going to fuck you up.
0: Yeah, they went as far as but- to say, this poor girl witnessed this. Yeah, no, fuck, fuck that. that. Fuck all that. Plenty yes. of
1: people witness horrendous things and don't go torturing and murdering other people
0: or animals or whatever. Like, if, for instance, a dog was to bite you, wouldn't you be scared of the dog? Would you, you wouldn't just go out and kill all the dogs? Like, I don't get it. I don't like that justification and the dismissal of the people that she tortured. There and is murdered. no
1: justification. Exactly.
0: It's just not, it's not right. Um,
1: Yeah, it's fucked up to say, well, yeah, that was horrible things. Like she didn't just kill people. She tortured them by like drilling their faces open and putting maggots on them. But I mean, her dad got killed. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. It sucks her dad died,
0: but doesn't justify anything. Nope. I mean, the trauma of seeing someone most definitely could have affected her. But there is absolutely, without a doubt, no excuse for how those people were treated.
1: No, it's... Horrible is not a big enough word. Heinous, horrendous, whatever you want to call it.
0: Unfathomable. Inexcusable.
1: Inexcusable. No matter what happened, I don't give a fuck if the slave who murdered her father tortured him in that way doesn't justify it.
0: Maybe daddy was just like his daughter and that's where she maybe. learned his behavior and maybe that's why the slave murdered him i mean maybe it was self-defense
1: than, yeah well since those days from the fire of course like they rebuilt and everything and the, it has been a ton of things including like schools and stores and apartments But throughout its history, no matter what it was, one thing was true and that that place is haunted, both in the figurative sense, because if it's a horrible past and literally with reports of doors slamming, furniture moving, screams, seeing apparitions that are believed to be slaves because some of them are still in chains, which is heartbreaking. And, you know, honestly, the torture was so awful I'm not surprised the spirits can't rest.
0: Residual haunting is a real thing and that energy
1: stays.
0: Something that traumatic with that many victims, I can't imagine it being I not I wonder how haunted. many there
1: even were.
0: Well, see, that's the thing is in all the research I've done and I'm pretty sure it's probably the same for you. I didn't see a body count.
1: Right, because it was there were slaves so it wasn't tracked the same way as the owner would as far as like grave plots and stuff.
0: Yeah, well, and who's to say she didn't do something with the bodies. Like if she was bribing police officers, who knows what? who else she was bribing?
1: Or what she was doing. There's no telling. Right? But um, uh, at one point in, I guess, the mid 19th century, the mansion was used as an all girls school, which one source referred to it as a school for African-American girls of primary age. But I'm not sure the validity of that because other sources said it was mixed races in the schools. But either way, it was an all-girls school and they were elementary school age, about like six to eight years old. And um, reportedly, girls would be crying, going up to the teachers and pull up their sleeves and they just have scratches and bruises up their arms. And of course, the teachers demand to know who did it to them. And every single one said that woman.
0: Oh no, no, no!
1: <laughs> Gives me chills even just to read that. But um, and the kids were so young that there's no way they could have known who Madame Lalaurie was, let alone the horrible things that she did. And if this one source was accurate that it was just little girls of color, is it possible that the spirit was just continuing her torture? Ooh. Yeah. I don't like that either. I don't either. And especially because like I have a seven-year-old, I think we've mentioned her before that she's the one that says all the weird shit. I can picture her running up to me and saying that woman did it. And it's just extra terrifying.
0: Where's the Winchesters and the salt. They need to like, (laughs) right. Get that body. Mm -hmm.
1: At another point in history, it was, uh, the house was broken up into apartments. Ooh. And in 1894, one of the residents there was brutally murdered, which wow. sounds just coincidental because murder happens everywhere.
0: Yeah, that's just still sad though.
1: Yeah. But from what I could tell in the research that I did, it was never solved. But um, it said the house looked ransacked like maybe it was a burglary gone wrong, but nothing of value is missing. But what's weird about it though is that apparently when they talk to neighbors and friends, he had complained about dealing with sprites, quote unquote, and even told somebody that there was a demon in the home that wouldn't rest until he died.
0: Oh, uh, I don't and like that. Died. Yeah, mm. yeah. And I bet the demon didn't rest because why would it? Uh, like, it makes me wonder because they say it's a demon doing the things well, in the
1: house. Just he said kind of he said justification.
0: He said demon, but he he probably just meant malicious spirit. Right. But to say that that's the cause of
1: everything is once again a justification for what she did. However, like I said earlier, the way energy imprints, I bet what she did created that bad energy that then kind of like the energy poltergeists, Yeah. Which- if you don't know listeners, I just learned a few years ago, apparently there is a, a a theory that poltergeists are not just like tricky spirits, but the manifestation of energy, usually negative from something going on within the household. And so imagine the negative energy that would have imprinted onto that house. It's
0: just, and I'm sure it's a beautiful home. That's what's crazy.
1: Oh, I wonder what it looks like inside. Honestly, I didn't look uh, at pictures.
0: I didn't I see just know what it looks like
1: on the outside. I know
0: that they're not doing any uh, like private tours at the moment. Um, well, the last thing I read anyway said that they weren't, but. Yeah, I think it's privately owned. So there's no so. museum or anything like that. Did you know who else privately owned this house? Who? Anne rice no that would be so cool though i always uh, think of
1: her she owns something in new orleans like mm-hmm. one of the famous mansions or something like that because we all know Anne rice is all about new orleans oh yeah vampires and stuff
0: um no nicholas cage of all people
1: not what i would have expected
0: <laughs> right i mean he's obviously mega famous but i don't know if he's like also drawn to like supernatural or history things and and that's why he purchased it or if he just thought it was oh, like a really nice house I wonder
1: why he doesn't own it now
0: oh actually i heard it got foreclosed on interesting i mean I that's that either that's something i read that doesn't mean everything you read on the internet is true of course yeah so sorry nicholas cage if that's not accurate
1: i mean i have heard that a lot of different people have privately owned it and in- There's, of course, always going to be the theory when a house turns over owners that much, what's making them leave?
0: Well, allegedly, it switches owners so often because it's haunted, but it's been said that people can hear screams coming from the house. Oh, no. NightlySprites.com said... It does appear that the spirits in the home have banished Delphine's spirit from the resident, uh, Delphine's spirit from residing there, as she isn't ever spotted in the house, but at a nearby uh, cemetery in Louisiana or New Orleans. I love the idea.
1: I love the idea that the spirits made her leave.
0: Oh yeah! Like you're not going to
1: get us in the afterlife like you got us in our living life
0: especially if she was actually like the one hurting the little girls at the school yeah i mean it's alive like or no dead one she can't issue
1: hurt hurt anyone can't anymore hurt yeah i also wonder if since she's at a cemetery which i've looked up i don't know if it's st louis or st louis yeah um it's, everything's french in new Orleans.
0: probably louis I would think
1: whichever. It's a Catholic cemetery. And so I wonder if if she's spotted haunting there, which I believe she has a tombstone there, even though I think she died in Paris or something like that. Um, if that's where her spirit is, is it considered hallowed ground where she then cannot be
0: evil anymore? Ooh, I don't know. That's a really good point. I, I mean hope so hocus pocus taught us anything (laughs) no i'm kidding but yeah that's a really good point maybe she's banished so to speak to somewhere she can no longer perform acts against others one can hope i mean that's
1: the bare minimum that could happen with her in my opinion
0: oh speaking of cemeteries and ghosts though i saw a tiktok And yes, listeners, we talk about TikTok a lot. I'm so sorry. One day we're going to
1: have to do a whole episode just TikTok
0: shit. Right. It's going to be called TikTok shit, the episode. But (laughs) (laughs) I was watching this one and this guy was driving a Tesla, which...
1: I've seen
0: those. Yeah, he's driving through a cemetery. By the way, you can tell there's no one else there. Yeah, you can
1: see his... He had like a dash camera, maybe it's his phone. You can see out his windshield. Yeah.
0: And it has got Tesla's have bright ass lights. So there's nobody. Okay. Nobody. And then the Tesla little dash Green thing, thing, their, their, their big tablet they have in their car is picking up people walking on saw one. And it's the same guy's videos
1: where if the person on a bicycle uh, so like you literally see a bicycle on the screen and you can see well in front of him. I think it was like daylight in that video.
0: Not nah, so nobody good.
1: on a bike. Oh my gosh, I love it, but I hate it.
0: <laughs> well, and like is the technology glitching out? Or is it He's just so capable many videos, of seeing, or is it just capable of seeing something that we cannot see ourselves? Admittedly, I have not
1: watched all of his videos, I don't even know the username.
0: Well, I don't know. It just showed um, up on my For You page the other day, and I was like, I'm it sorry. It showed up on
1: several times. So I would be curious because I don't have a Tesla, obviously. Oh, but no, um, I don't either. I'd be curious to see if it does glitch out somewhere else, like in an empty parking lot. Are there people figures popping up?
0: Or is again, it only in cemeteries? Those can be anywhere.
1: True, true. But like, uh, I'm going to have to see. I how do
0: know that my friend, her son bought a Tesla. And she said that she was riding with him, and it was the wildest thing because you could see how fast the other cars are going, and she was just like amazed.
1: I'm gonna see if I can find this guy's videos. That way we can plug it. We, of course, are in no way associated with him. Oh we'll
0: no, talk- but I mean, if you want to see what we're Here it is. talking about, right. we could give out his handle.
1: Okay, here's the specific video with the bicycle. I'll show you on the camera.
0: Okay. When it gets to it. Oh. I just see white. Oh, there it goes. I don't like that. Look, there's so many people and then there's a bicycle. And, and
1: you, can see his, you can see the cemetery. It's daylight in the and video. And there's nobody. There's there. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. The handle is at S-I-N-A period. A-T-A.
0: S-I-N-A period A-T-A. On TikTok. And I mean, it's really interesting to me because if that kind of technology is out there, can we get whatever the Tesla has and go ghost hunting? Just like a handheld?
1: Speaking of videos, I just remembered that when I was researching this oh, episode i'm sorry on youtube
0: that was the end of our case but yeah sorry but yeah, I, we got distracted and i forgot to say that that was the end of our case so but my, my next comment though does it. have to do
1: with it i just remembered that you know on youtube it shows like a preview of the comments now instead of the whole comment thread
0: oh i hadn't noticed oh, it's just one of the many updates, random updates. yeah but
1: it um so I'm, I'm watching a video trying to get the information on this case and I just can't help but notice that under the description is a preview of a comment where somebody says, this woman makes Jeffrey Dahmer look like a good house host.
0: Damn. <laughs> and I just Uh-oh. cracked up and
1: took a screenshot of that because I, for real though.
0: I've seen a meme and like, it's not funny, but I laughed anyway because I have dark humor. And if you don't have dark humor... I don't know if you can handle me and that's okay. Cause I'm not for everyone. However, this meme, this meme was so funny and like a lot, a lot fucked up. It had a picture of Ted Bundy and Jeffrey Dahmer. And I'm like, okay. And then okay. you read it and it said, or choke me like Bundy, eat me like Dahmer. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> and no, I don't know who made that meme, but I laughed so hard.
1: Cause it's one of those things where it's, it's so messed up.
0: It's so wrong on every level. And For I the like, record.
1: we are very much people who don't romanticize ew,
0: gross. the no. spirit
1: killers. Like Ted Bendy's not hot. No, like, all that shit. I think that's a campaign like on social media no. right now, but like, like we don't no, agree I, with that, but that was just, I'm funny.
0: a big believer that your insides reflect on your outside. So you could be like beautiful and be a nasty person. And you're going to be the most hideous bitch I've ever seen. Uh, yeah. And that's for real. But I mean, not everybody agrees with that. And I thought it was a funny meme. And
1: It's one of those ones where dark, it's dark, dark humor that you can't help but laugh.
0: And then my husband decided to send me like seven videos yesterday of the most nonsensical shit I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> so. Alan loves like 90s rock, not like 80s rock, like hair bands and stuff. We don't get down with that. I have to hear about how that's not real music, but he likes like nine inch nails and and then it goes further into like system of a down and stuff like that. So yesterday, Mm -hmm. let me just pull up my phone. I'll tell you all the videos he was sending me. It was ridiculous. And it made me laugh, but I told him, I was like, the shit you find He's like, what, it's funny. And I was like, mm, I wouldn't go that far.
1: <laughs> so he
0: sent me one where somebody did a compilation of Nine Inch Nails Closer, which is my all time favorite Nine Inch Nails song. So he runned it to, you know, on purpose, but it's Funky Town, like Funky Town. I would play it, but I don't wanna get copyright issues, but you can look it up on YouTube. It's by L-I-P-P-S-I-N-C lips inc uh yeah uh-huh it is the weirdest shit I, i'll send it to you Lindsay, when we get off of here then he did system of a down byob but in the the form of take me home country roads BYOB
1: oh. is like one of my top songs like when i was when that song first came out i was probably i don't remember what year it came out so like late middle school early high school somewhere in right that. And uh, my friend and I made up a little choreographed thing. And it's all hands because we were like in the car. Right. But, so BYOB is a huge song for me. So picturing it to that, I can't even oh. imagine. Well, let
0: me tell you, it's going to run your song in a little way, not the whole way. Just enough that every time you hear it, you're going to laugh a little.
1: I'm trying to picture it.
0: And then because why not play that funky music and romstein I, I literally cannot make this Here's shit
1: picture up. german play that funky music
0: it's very interesting i'm not gonna lie to you and oh, then man. i said dear lord the things you find to which he replied bah, ha, ha. and then give me the napoleon dynamite guy the brother <laughs> from the, it like, yes doing the yes with his hand i don't know me and my husband are weird well, my husband sends
1: me tiktoks all day and i'll i'll do the same thing that's like our main form of communication most days it's just tick link
0: tiktok link <laughs> yeah it's just like the things he finds on the internet sometimes i'm just like huh sorry what Oh, it cracks me up but i did get so him funny. an early birthday present uh like a way early pre- listen y'all when i when i buy a gift i need instant gratification that I did a good job. I don't know, probably from all my childhood trauma. I had to give it to him, not in June. No, let's give it to him now. So the other day I gave him his birthday present, you know, several months early, but whatever. (laughs) And he was like, are you, you're giving me my present? I was like, yeah, open it. He was like, okay. And it's so big and bulky and stupid that I, I'm not wrapping shit. Like I do gift bags. So I just Mm -hmm. put a blanket over it.
1: Yeah, that works.
0: And he like ripped the blanket off. And so I did a good job, which made me happy. But there's a record store in the town that I live in. Like it just opened up recently and I bought him nine inch nails, system of a down and rage against the machines. Which is by the way, said in that tone because they play three songs on the radio over and over again. And that's it. That's all you ever hear from them. And it happens to be one of his favorite bands, which also drives me nuts. Because
1: it's all you listen to,
0: if I don't know it's them, it doesn't bother me. Till one of the three songs comes on, and I'm like, "Oh, you I'm know what band other band they get too?" It's player. Stained, stained. Yeah,
1: I have a hard time listening to Stained now because there was one radio station where I used to live that always played like the same song by them, almost the same time every day.
0: Oh, it's like that. And right, DJ just really liked that song. I
1: guess so, but I got so sick of it. And now I can't listen to Saints. Not that I listen to them a ton, but. No, but if it comes anyways. on, you're
0: like, next.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Um, so you got him a record
0: player? I got him a record player and I got him three records. So that was pretty exciting. And it's that a blue, exciting. it's like Audio Technica, so something like that. But, anyways, <laughs> it doesn't like it can connect to a speaker thing. I say nice I thing because I don't know what the technical shit is for that Probably kind of stuff. Speaker. Well, no, because he hooked it into our surround sound thing. So I don't know. He hooked it up somehow. Hmm. Or you could Bluetooth it, which I thought was pretty rad. That was pretty cool. So that was nice. You don't have to care. Like if you wanted to like have like ease of portability. You no, can bring leave your record it in one player. And, and
1: take the speaker with you wherever.
0: Yeah, which is nice. So he got a record That's player awesome. and some records and it's really kind of cool to listen to music you actually like instead of like older Christmas songs and stuff, which is yeah. what my aunt would play on her record player. It was like Christmas records. Mm-hmm. I just love Christmas so much. It's my favorite.
1: <laughs> Note the sarcasm dripping from that statement.
0: Halloween is my holiday. Yeah. Yeah. Halloween. I love Christmas
1: yep. too, but Halloween is just special time.
0: I don't like Christmas because it's cold and it's expensive. Yeah, I don't like the cold. Cold and expensive, and I don't like it. It's been cold the last few days. In
1: my hometown, they got snow. Not no, that. I, it's April.
0: This is Oklahoma. If it snows, I would not be surprised. But it's been really chilly here too. Like I have a hoodie on. It's I'm not feeling it.
1: It's like have, 60 here today. But it like a few days ago, it was like 40 something outside all day. Like that, I
0: have gotten accustomed to the warm weather Mm -hmm. and I'm sick of this cold nonsense. Oh, it's supposed
1: to be like 90 this weekend.
0: Isn't it? We get tornadoes, y'all.
1: Not out here though. I don't think tornadoes come out here ever.
0: We get lucky, we get
1: like golf ball size hail or bigger.
0: I live in Bible Belt slash tornado alley.
1: I live in the desert, we just get very large hail.
0: We got hailed the other day. I was like, not okay with this every season in one week bullshit. Mm -hmm. But yeah, um, just as a little teaser for you listeners out there, Lindsay had mentioned that she had went to a very special haunted location in her home state. And
1: our next episode.
0: episode, like a little sneak peek of what you're getting, we will be covering... Waverly, yes, and Nanny Doss, also known as the giggling granny.
1: Oh, I don't like that name.
0: I don't like it either. It's very creepy. But that she was our... a granny, and
1: she's an amazing human being. Let's My... not let's not defile the name.
0: My granny was great too. That's all we have for today. Uh, our next episode, we will be covering the Waverly Hills Sanatorium and Nanny Doss, aka the giggling granny, which is just absolutely disgusting. I don't like the way that sounds so I'm really interested to do some research on that and let you guys know just what I think I can't wait to hear Lindsay's stories about going to Waverly and like see if she met any ghosts while she was there but that's we'll find out you know don't forget to like follow and subscribe for uh more intense conversations with us
1: yeah that's the way to put it
0: <laughs> I mean none of this is lighthearted. That's
1: how some of our ramblings is
0: That is true, but yeah, like, follow, subscribe, and share with your friends. Get the word out there about our podcast. So we we love
1: it and we appreciate it every time we hear the slightest feedback. We're like, oh, thank you.
0: Yeah, so definitely, uh, if you want to leave us any feedback, there's Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify. Give us a review. We would love to hear from you. Also, G A B B Podcast at gmail.com please send us your experiences your stories your your haunts, whatever you've done whatever you've experienced uh if you've witnessed a murder if you found a body like let us know we would love to cover it and share it with you guys that are listening to us so you can be a part of what we're putting out there um
1: i really hope you never witnessed a murder
0: yeah i know but
1: and if you did, I hope you don't then go and torture everybody who's similar to those who did the murder.
0: Amen to that. It's
1: not funny. It was just the way I brought it back to the subject that was funny. And that's why we were laughing.
0: Again, dark senses of humor is a coping mechanism for life. Yeah. If, you, if you don't have a sense of humor, uh, dark or light, I don't know that we can hang. So I hope everybody here has one. Mm-hmm. But
1: if you're listening to this, you likely do.
0: Yeah. I mean, until next time, stay spooky listeners. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Ghosts in the Attics, Bodies in the Basement, a Fearscape Media podcast. Music by Steven temperly artwork by Laura Ramsey. Find us online at fearscapemedia.com forward slash GABB podcast or on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at podcast, or email us podcast at gmail.com. Thank you.